<laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Screen Chronicles. I'm Steve. With me, as always, is um, I I don't I don't Ken. I don't Ken. Uh, I don't Ken. I don't Ken. Don't Fash. Uh, don't Fash. I'm Colby. Colby. <laughs> and today we are talking about season seven of Outlander, episodes four through seven. So we've we've already talked about episodes uh, three or one through three of season seven, the most recent season out on stars right now, or through seven here. So spoiler alert for everyone watching, listening um, to this. We're going to get into it and recap it and give you our thoughts here. Um, But yeah, but generally I'm liking the season more as it's going here. Yes. Um, And, and one thing that's pretty interesting that, that happens in the block of episodes where, we're talking about today is that the show kind of splits up into uh, the Mackenzie's um, in the 1980s and then back in the 1778 with the Frasers and William, uh, Jamie's son. Um, we get to mm-hmm. see more of his perspective. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. How the, how the show is sort of going right now with that. Agreed. Agreed. And sort of our fear that we talked about in episode one through three discussion um, did not come true. So, you know, we were worried that Claire and Jamie said that they were just going to go back to Scotland. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And just just totally bypass this revolutionary war <laughs> thing that has been building for a couple seasons. And I was like really worried. I was like, are they really just going to like get out of there? Because, you know, and I saw that um, Brianna and uh, Roger went back to Scotland and I'm like, are they trying to just move everything back to Scotland here? But no. We sort of said, you know, they'll probably get stopped on the way and, and get tangled into it. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, I was so, worried um, so that was relieving because, you know, I do want Claire and Jamie to get in that in that danger again. I want them to, you know, I don't want them to be that happy, to be quite honest. Uh, no. <laughs> and the thing is, I, I love this time period of history, too. Like, yes. this, is, this is always a time period. Um, and that I when I think about if I could time travel and go to this is one of the time periods the I revolutionary war revolutionary not to war. battle and please well not i to mean, battle in. yeah i mean i would love to just battle but then have no real but not in this time period but i would i would love to do it but then like like a video game i just like wake up and i'm back in but you don't even know why right hmm? you know why why this this era to battle because they just like stand there <laughs> I know while people just- are shooting at them and they don't like they just walk and it's like <laughs> just seems insane that time period you know what i mean yeah it's crazy they're not like trying to dodge or anything they just like hope they don't get hit and then like they load their gun slowly and then they take aim and i, and I think too muskets are just so inaccurate yeah too that like it's like you just kind of just i think it's that's also kind of why it's designed the way it is is because of how inaccurate they are it's like Right. We need to if we actually want to kill each other, we need to like stand still. So we can and we, need, we need to make a wall of bullets. So <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it's crazy. And uh that's cool time period. I mean it, it was season four that Jamie and Claire landed in America and it was the seventeen hundreds, yeah. and I'm like, oh, American Revolution times. Yeah. And it's so We've it's been, been teasing it. It's just been a, a constant tease. Like they'll just be like, oh the the Boston Tea Party happened. It's like, well, why weren't we there, man? Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you knew this like, and you didn't go? Why wasn't like Claire there patching so on? You know, 
but we 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 have had one cool battle in the show revolution times uh jamie um when he was had a he got called to serve the redcoats it was mm. pretty emotional too with uh murtaugh's death yeah um and and now uh one of these episodes here episode seven we get the first battle um of the season two so that's pretty cool but yeah let's, yeah let's oh and before we too before we get into the episodes here we didn't talk about uh something very important to the show and our and our first uh three episodes is the opening now is, mm. is they, they they can't help but all right but they they changed the vocals to the outlander yeah. opening again for this season like why it's it's listen season, season two was was peak agreed opening agreed season one was also good season like, one i mean that was the first good. one you know i liked it and then mm-hmm. um, the last season was worse though i have to say season six is worse than this yeah they they put like a a guy in not obviously i'm a guy i don't hate men um but like like why would they change like why would they bring in a guy and i read something it was because like it, this season focused more on jamie too and mm-hmm. i i don't know it 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 made no sense, but and now they they have a whole different singer. And again, she's a great singer, but it's just it's like why are we trying to fix something keep doing it. that's not broken? You know, next season's going to be like um, some kind of like trap techno version, like with a robotic voice, <clears throat> sing me a song. <laughs> About a robot. It's going to just have a clip of Jamie raving. Because he went back to the future or something. He found like nightclubs. <laughs> well, that's another thing too. Um, we've we've been having a lot of comments on our video about uh, people really getting after us about not knowing the time travel and how it works um, in the show. And and we have to let's let me just say like we have not read the books. Um, uh, it's it's so we don't have the book knowledge like we do for the last kingdom um but i but i have done some research into the time travel stuff and and there is some stuff out there and apparently um the author has said that uh jamie cannot time travel uh but Hmm. but again though that he he just has like some like scottish powers of like vision and that's how he's seeing these things happen in the future and uh, a comment was, well, that's Jamie's ghost in the future. I, I don't know what what that <laughs> what that means, uh, I guess. Um, so okay. it's, it's it still seems like there's going to be some really interesting time travel uh, stuff that we get. And, and so we're going off of what's in the show, too. You know? Right. Um, right. So but thanks for the, the feedback, everyone. And yeah. uh what else? Everyone is is really upset that we didn't know the uh, the hotel woman who brought all the time travel stuff out, and we didn't know her name and and why she's in like why it would make sense that she would have that. And it's like, all right, well, she knows about time travel, but like she's been holding on to. It. We're just talking about like this cyclical changing in time and everything, and so mm-hmm. she's aware of she's. Oh, we're talking Mike. about no you're good are <clears throat> no, you good now you're good don't move damn it, it. anyway sorry occasionally people. like cuts out my mic yeah i think my mic line is broken or something people so <clears throat> anyway though let's jump into episode four here um yes 
and this is where again how i told you the pattern sort of starts up we get the we get the 1980s mckenzie's mm -hmm. we get william and then the frasers yeah i thought it was pretty cool that brian roger when they got back actually found lollybrook for sale mm -hmm. um and they decided to move into it so i thought that was really interesting i mean i've always told you i'd, I'd love to go and move into like an old sort of medieval castle or a castle. state uh you know it's like i'm surprised it's not uh like rent like uh, a tourist site or something mm -hmm. at this point in the future but that's cool i get to move into it um, like bevenberg is privately then, owned you know exactly yeah, yeah a lot of other castles are privately owned yeah um yeah. but yeah they're they're in it and they're trying to fix it up uh some some of the things that, that are happening there is jem roger and Bree's son who hmm. if you remember we did find out that he is in fact roger's son because of the birthmark right um he starts like blaming things on uh like pixies like he takes apart this radio he blames it on pixies so they're kind of like all right we like he's just having an imagination um, and then the kids start saying they're seeing like this, this ghost, uh, mm -hmm. a knuck, a knuck of valley, a knuck of valley. And then um, they, so they're, they now they don't know if they should believe this or not because the kids seem freaked out by this knuck of valley thing. And, but now it's like, well, he's saying pixies. Now he's bringing up this horse demon ghost thing. Um, but, but yeah, that's, it's, that's kind of the thing now at the roger household yeah, yeah not not just his McKenzie uh household. not just his imagination going wild here yeah some some connection to an infinite knowledge of scottish folktale <laughs> that uh they just can't suppress and then brianna uh has to deal with uh, the time period she's applying for a job as a plant inspector mm -hmm. um i thought this was kind of funny um she's applying for the job and in it's the it's 1980s, I guess. It's early 1980s. I thought when the time travel thing, I thought it was like if it was 1778, then when the the Mackenzie Fraser people, if they time traveled to the future, that it would be 1970. But apparently, it's 1980s. So mm -hmm. I don't know if that was done because they want something to happen in present day history or what. But but anyway, though, it's 1980s. You know. Uh, the the women aren't as respected uh, as as they are now back then, and she's having a tough time applying for a job and and with this guy and he's like, well, like I want you to be a secretary and she yeah. wants to be the inspector. Um, it's just kind of funny because she's like, well, like why do you think I can't do it? Because like what do you what what part do you need a penis for? And, and the guy's like all worked up. Oh oh oh, oh, oh. penis. <laughs> <laughs> we just made something up. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to check the stabilization rods <laughs> yeah and then, then yeah I don't know. and then she just starts saying like technical jargon to like prove that she knows but it's just like like to me though maybe she was just making stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> she could have been to me i mean i don't know and maybe, maybe he doesn't even know, know you know he's like know. oh and she's like the power coupling to the the tie fighter and the and he's like mm -hmm. yeah she just starts naming like star wars terms no that would have been out by then no i don't know <laughs> but maybe he didn't see it you know maybe he didn't see it yeah, yeah. but she gets the job it works somehow mm -hmm. and um 
Bree has a nice job as the inspector of a dam. <laughs> um, is it in this episode that, that she meets her coworkers for the first no, time? No, it's the next. That's the next one. one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, Which I, I thought was like. <laughs> I, I have to say too, with these these three episodes, the the Roger and Bree storyline, uh, it starts to pick up by the end here. It, like everything they're kind of putting together starts to pick up. But I'd say like the this episode and maybe the next episode too, it's just kind of I'm just kind of bored whenever yeah. Roger and Bree are on. It's it it doesn't feel. I I think. I think they're good actors. I just, I sometimes feel like some of the things are kind of wooden with what they do. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, and... I yeah, well, the way I put it is I feel like sometimes I'm watching Hallmark channel when yeah. they're on and this it's to me, it's extremely cheesy. Um, a lot of their scenes and uh, it, I, I agree. It's definitely gotten better with what happens the next couple episodes. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of like felt like I was watching like Hallmark Channel sometimes with, with their scenes. It just was, it was just killing me as well. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so back back in the cool time period though, seventeen seventy eight, the Frasers, uh, you know, they're trying to go back to Scotland and and they're trying to get Ian back there because if you remember back in season three, um, they, uh when Ian was captured and mm. was brought and then the ship wrecked and they landed in America. Um, before all that happened, Jamie said yeah. he was going to bring Ian home. And so that's been several seasons worth of, of it just promise he's trying to uphold to his sister. It puts into uh, perspective how long they've been in the U S yeah. that's nuts, man. It's, it's crazy. That's you know, that's nuts. I, we, we just released our, our season four talk. And we recorded that actually last year, back in February. But then Last Kingdom started stuff started to come out right when we were like starting to edit that. Um, so it was it's just been on the back burner. But then I put it out. I'm like, oh, this was like the first season they were in America back in season four. Yeah. Like it's it's been yeah, like you said, it's just been so like even just for the show, it's been such a it's been most of the show now has been America, not Scotland, yeah. um, by by far. So it's yeah. just, that's kind of crazy too. Um, oh. But anyway, though, they're trying to leave. They're trying to get on a ship. And when Jamie heads into town, uh, Harnett, the guy who was part of uh, the regulators, that's it, the regulators back in season five, I think it was. Yeah. Um, he then recruits Jamie to fight for mm -hmm. uh, the army now, the Continental Army. Um, and he conscripts him. He's like, I have the right to conscript you, or and if you though, as the head of the household, have the right to uh, refuse. But then I'm taking Ian yeah. uh, as a conscript, and he's like, and that's nope. when Harnett became my favorite character, because um, it's like, all right, save this show. The show. He's like, no, Jamie, you have to do this for the show, no matter what. Yeah, and he's like, these people have been waiting for some revolutionary war shit. You're not going to leave them now. When is this going to happen? <laughs> yeah. If you leave now, <laughs> you know, they, they didn't show that part in the show when he said but, that, but, but that's he, why he, totally he was said there. It. Exactly. Because somebody time traveled to present day to watch the show we're watching <laughs> hard, and hard saw a version watching. of it, of that didn't have that, that had them go back to Scotland. And like, and everything was fine. 
and all they would do is they were both living at Lollybrook and, you know, like uh, Claire would write something on the wall and Bree would wake up with a new writing on the wall the next day, just shit like that for seven more seasons. And it would be. <laughs> no. And Thank Harnett you, didn't Harnett. want it to happen. Thank, Thank you, Harnett, for doing okay. that. MVP. MVP. And yeah, Jamie. I mean, later on, this is jumping ahead, but even Jamie later has like a chance to leave too. Um, but he's like, no, nah, I'm going to commit fully to this. Yeah. Like I do something I'm going to, I'm going to commit. So I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. I like um, that. That was cool. And then uh, Claire joins too. Um, yeah. He initially tells them to just keep going without him, but she joins as a surgeon and Ian too. He's like, oh, I'll join in here <laughs> back in town, back in town. Claire we were wrong on this one. We were wrong on this one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Claire runs into Tom Christie who, I was pretty sure was dead. Um, yeah. And and uh, the first thing he does is just kisses her right on the mouth. Just he's like he's like, I'm not going to die with regrets again, baby. <laughs> no, no, no. Exactly. He was he was you like, know? yeah. He, and the thing is, like, he deserves it. Right. He like he he thought yeah. he was going to die. He sacrificed <laughs> his life, man, for this woman. I mean, does Claire think he deserves it? It's kind of it's her lips. Yeah, dude, it's night. It's I mean, 1978, dude. Anyway, like, she she's like she's like okay with it though, because because she she also acknowledges like this guy. I'll put out. Guy. I'll put out a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. Piquito. He sacrificed his life for mine. Like, no, that deserves oh. a little kiss. Deserves a little kiss on the mouth. Yeah, it's. I thought it was funny. Just like her expression too during this was just like yeah. Like, what? <laughs> what the? <laughs> Am I dreaming right now? You're supposed to be dead. Yeah. And um, I love the actor though too, man. Just the how Tom Christie. Yeah, the, he's fantastic. He scene and uh, fantastic. I hated his character when he first came on, but oh I mean, he was good at what he was doing. And now, like, I just straight up love the guy. But he's um, grown so much, yeah, since then. And I was, you know, I, if he had died, I was like, oh, that's kind of a good send off for him. Like, it dies a hero, you know. Mm-hmm. He lived long enough to see himself become the hero in this case. And um, I don't know. We'll see. He's going to keep living. I think. But apparently. What's that? I think I think he'd be a good guy going forward here. It seems I think so. I think so. It seems like to be the opposite of what most characters are in the show. You know, like. (laughs) Yeah. Um, He asks to Claire, like, um, did you tell Jamie about my feelings for you? And she's like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, ah, okay. <laughs> it's awkward, <laughs> awkward. now. It's but just no, awkward now. He honestly doesn't really even seem to care, though. He's just no, like, oh. no. He's like, that's great. Wonderful. He just wants to know, should I fake it or not? Should I fake it or not? <laughs> if I meet him. Um, exactly. So. And then she yeah. tells Jamie later. And then, you know, this is <laughs> this is kind of weird because, like, um, her and there's there's a moment, uh, the, the two sex scenes that happen in these three episodes. Uh, when uh, Jamie and Claire are talking about Tom Christie kissing her, and then uh, Roger and Bree have a discussion about uh, this guy that she works with kissing her, and they both right. they, both those conversations <laughs> lead to sex. <laughs> Amen. <clears throat> Which is, and, and, and like they're like talking about it, like as like, oh yeah, and he likes, and it's just like, ooh, this is kind of. I don't know if it's kinky or or I don't know how I like, feel about this. Yeah, I don't know how I'm I feel really about sure. 
it's like, but it's some good uh, sex, you know. Like I was, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a little disappointed we don't get as much smut anymore, you know. <laughs> to be honest, you miss when Outlander was like 50-50 porn. Oh war. yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. like season one, I was just like, whoa, like what? I know <laughs> it's it's not like that anymore. That's why it feels like watching Hallmark Channel now because it's usually it's, it's like. It does you feel know, like Hallmark with like at times, like at really, times. Re- really soft core porn. You know, before it was like hardcore TV porn. Like, like yeah, exactly. <laughs> not, not, I mean, not like <laughs> hardcore, like hardcore, like you're on, you're looking just straight at porn. You know, you, you know what I'm talking about with porn. I know exactly and- <laughs> what you're talking about. And it- <laughs> but it does, it's, it's like softer around the edges now. Like before it was like, ugh, like it seemed like, like like you just felt but now when it's, someone <clears throat> was entering now it's making <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> now it's making love yeah it used to be used to be sex i know it used to be, used to be hot fiery sex fiery sex now it's now it's making love now it's making love just so couples making yeah. love you know? if you if you're into that sort of thing yeah if you're into that sort of thing so anyway yeah they they do i was like oh this hasn't happened in a while when they claire and jamie started going at it but yeah and then jamie's headed to ticonderoga Exactly. my neck of the woods so i think i've been to that fort yeah yeah I i've been to i've been so it's cool to like see like you know here we go they're they're happening. coming to us like last kingdom made us go to them yes they're they're coming there to us exactly so it's kind of nice that's kind of nice. damn time a show it's came damn to time me. like now i don't have to travel that far to go visit these these sites mm-hmm. <laughs> um so they're going to ticonderoga well this is ticonderoga where that one episode of outlander happened exactly <laughs> 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 and then um, like you said william uh jamie's son which i think is yeah. again I, I think it's really cool that we're we're getting this character be such a big part of the show i thought he totally. was just kind of i thought it was just me like oh jamie had a kid it's just kind of something that haunts him um and maybe he like sees that kid every couple seasons now he's like a main character in the show which i think is pretty cool yeah um but we see he is a soldier. He's hanging out with his other soldiers, red coats. Um, one of the guys gets drunk and like sets a prostitute on fire. This is wild. This and, is wild. <clears throat> yeah. And it's like, did this really happen? Like, did this ever really happen? The British soldiers. They're supposed to be very cordial. And mm, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And like, this was, was like all the other British soldiers were like in on it. Like, oh yeah, set her on fire. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's a, you know, that's like, terrible. Like people people had different mentalities back then, but I mean it's still like it's setting a like, human on fire, dude. It's like, look, I already don't like the British. So you don't need <laughs> <laughs> you don't need the the, the red coats. I mean, I love yeah. British people. Um really I don't like any British person. Can you think of one? <laughs> Come on, Harry Potter. You don't like Harry Potter? Oh, I like Harry Potter, yeah. Yeah. That's probably the only British Harry I can think of that I like. Yeah. Yeah, there are no other British Harrys that nope. I don't think uh, I've met a single one. No. <laughs> anyway, though, well, <laughs> William tries to put her out. Um, put her out. Put her out. <laughs> he tries to put out the fire, uh, but it's too late. She dies. <laughs> it's anyway. like a weird time to ask. <laughs> you know. So I was wondering. You know, what's your kind of hot? I just like. <laughs> Yeah, he tries to he tries to extinguish her. Um, doesn't work. It but, doesn't work. Uh, 
one of his senior officers. Uh, uh, the only other respectable person in the British Army, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> um, he's like, he's like, look, you're the one other respectable person. Work for me. I want you to send some top secret letters to uh, Samuel Cartwright, Henry Carver, Joshua Harrington. Um, and it's out in the swamps. Um, it's kind of cool. We get to see this is the mm-hmm. first quest. William goes on and it doesn't Love go side well. Quests. It doesn't go well at all. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. He gets beat by a snake, which <laughs> fair enough. I would too. I would. I hate snakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they zoom in on the snake and it's got a little blue coat on and a like a little uh, hat. <laughs> <laughs> He's like 1776, yeah, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Not today, King George. Fucking George. And uh, he falls off and like he like hits a twig and that twig just instantly like just just jams all the way through his arm. Bad luck. But I would have rolled like super fast as well from that snake. Yeah. Like he rolled pretty far. It was a pretty rough landing. Yeah, it was. I would have just like kept rolling forever to get away from that snake. <laughs> like, I would have run uh, another hundred feet when I got up. You ever see the movie Hot Rod? No. It's it's a hilarious movie, but there's one part where the character like falls down this hill and it's just the like the longest rolling fall ever. <laughs> That's what it'd be me. That's what it'd be me. That's funny. So yeah, he gets he gets beat up by this tree. He loses a battle to it to it a fallen log. First mission. Loses to um, branch. To branch. (laughs) And lucky him. And I don't know how people get this lucky in this great big country. I mean, if Ian's path was taking him 50 feet north or east, whatever, just wouldn't wouldn't have come. But he found him. Yeah. Um, And Ian, being the great guy he is, um, helps him with the wound. He brings him to a local physician. Who we later find out are um, interested in becoming, um, joining the cause for independence. And they're Quakers. And so, and Quakers, yeah. And so, like, William's being treated basically by the enemy here. Mm. Uh, And yeah, so they're debating if they're going to amputate his arm. It looks nasty. Yeah. When I saw Um, this too, I was like, that's got to come off. And I, was I was like, like okay, I mean, that'd be interesting for his character. Like, if he he can still be badass with like an, a sword sword arm. <laughs> well, what what I thought was going to happen is I thought they were just going to be like, oh, we'll just give him medicine and clean it, and it'll be fine. And I'm like, like, you know, I I just got done in a, six months in a hospital. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I've seen that all the time. Like, that's like real bad. That's got to come off, <laughs> especially back then. Um, but uh, oh oh, too, and the people that are helping me, it's Denzel Hunter. And his sister Rachel, mm-hmm. um, those Quakers, yeah. And um, it's but they 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 and I'm just like, there's no way they're gonna amputate his arm though. It's like the first time we're like seeing this character, and it seems like yeah. he's gonna be like recurring through. But they like hold him down and get him like, oh damn, they're gonna cut off his arm. No, this was a buzzer beater for for real. <laughs> this was like, a... this... <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. They just they just start to like like they're going to start sawing and they it apparently that saw just hits the right spot breaks this abscess um and and the pus comes out and they're like oh it's good all we have to do is clean it and it'll be good um the infection broke you know i i don't know enough about wounds to tell you if this is possible or not but i'm just like all right this is it seems maybe 
possible. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it was it was like, all right. So he gets to keep his arm. Also, too, after this happens, Rachel um, has been kind of flirty with Ian the whole mm-hmm. time, giving mm-hmm. him flirtiness. Um, and he's like, oh, I've got to leave. And you can tell they're kind of sad that he has to leave then. Um, yeah. And and then also, too, she's like after we see William a bit later, he's looking a lot better, more color back in his face. And and she's like kind of flirty with him, too, when she's shaving his face. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, here comes a love triangle, you know. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and, it, you know, it's interesting. I think at some point in these four episodes, Claire, Ian, like talked about his feelings about how he doesn't think he can have a kid with claire mm-hmm. and claire is like no 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 that's all bullshit uh it was it's just science it's not that your spirit can't have a kid basically yeah and so she kind of explains to him there's a lot of reasons scientifically why you can't have a kid so don't worry about it you might still be able to have a kid so yeah anyway with that was someone else just maybe with somebody else maybe somebody else um yeah and And then um, to the Rachel and her brother Denzel. Um, yep. Apparently, Den- Denzel and his sister Rachel, they're going to Ticonderoga, and that's um, and they say that's where uh, Samuel Carwright is, and so that's one of the the guys William needs to get his letter to. So he's like, "I'll come with you and protect you." And I don't think nice. he's very confiding. He's a uh, He's a a British soldier at this point too. Who? Uh, William. I think he's hiding that he's a, uh, a British. Yes. Soldier. Yeah. He's hiding that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. So cool. Mm-hmm. Kind of a. It's uh again sort of one of the slower episodes. Why is totally way. Um. But it's still still kind of interesting. It seems like all right things are happening. I really like seeing uh, the character of William here. Yeah, and then you know the next episode is also <clears throat> it's a little bit slower compared to the final two, but you know we'll zip through that real quick. So yeah, it's plenty the of time to talk about next one. It just so with the Mackenzies again, um, Bree finds Jem out in a graveyard, like saying like, "Oh, I'm I was looking for Granda." Um, which is it's kind of cool to think about too. The kids like know that they've time traveled and know that their granddad is now dead because they're in the future and everything. And it's I don't know, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but then she, uh, some important some important time travel potential stuff starts happening here too in this mm-hmm. episode. Bree goes to work at the dam, and we meet this guy named Rob Cameron. Um, he seems have more of... first names. Why don't you, huh? Yeah, Rob Cameron. Come on, Rob Cameron. James Cameron's ancestor. <laughs> um, and he has a, a him and a few friends seem like they're going to be kind of polite to to Bree, even though like everyone else there kind of seems shut off to her. Right. Uh, but they're like, oh, we'll take you down to the tunnels to show you, and they lock her in. And... <laughs> so like. Where are we? Are we in sixth grade right now? Like, I know. What's going on? But it's also like, what yeah. if she died in there? Because there's like, there's no light, and and luckily she had already memorized the tunnels and everything, so she was able to get her way out. It's Scottish That's... people aren't this mean. Are you kidding me? Maybe well, I don't is, know. It's America. 
Oh, no, wait, she is in Scotland. No, it's there in Scotland. You're right. She's American. You can you can that? Oh, I can. Um, <clears throat> But, no, I guess, you know, the, we don't understand what it was probably like for a woman to enter a male-dominated workforce back then. Crazy shit probably happened. I mean, we know crazy shit's happened to women. Yeah, especially as, um, like, a position of power. Especially a position of power. They probably resent that a little bit. Um, oh, yeah. And so or she's just, just being dramatic, you know. Why don't you just of, take yeah, this? Make, why this don't is you a just joke. This is initiation. This is, yeah. Just no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> this was terrible. It was just like <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was like, these are grown men. Uh, like, yeah. Uh, and it's one thing, like if they just like ignored her and talked to her, they just like put her life in danger. Yeah. Um, I can honestly kind of see this happening though in real life. Um, yeah. Yeah, especially oh, yeah. if someone comes in as a supervisor back in the uh, 1980s maybe <clears throat> you know i wasn't around then maybe not a great like career decision yeah for your job but uh <laughs> what to do to your boss but hey that's just me no but yeah that was like i was like this is wild i can't believe they just did this to her mm. and as she's walking through this tunnel yeah no me wrong i was hoping never mind um never mind <laughs> <laughs> what you know you no. know what um she walks through this weird mystic blue sort of light uh you know it gave you the same sort of time travel vibe that the stones might have given you but yeah. like this was sort of like a static like it was like a portal like a portal kind of thing like a portal if, yeah. if remember uh uh Galus back in season three when she was in I think it was Jamaica um and mm, she like yes. there was like the stones were above her and there was like a portal on the ground like it wasn't actually you didn't touch the stones or the portal was like underground in that cavern they were in it was kind of like that but and she walked through it and I'm like oh shit is she gonna end up in the future or something or the past or something or the past. Like, and she's back by herself <clears throat> but no nothing happens she, uh, she just, just runs through it yeah, so maybe she just didn't want to go anywhere, and that's why she didn't. Um, but well, there was. Do you the... still need a gem, though? Oh, that's right. You need a gem, right? For time so maybe travel. she didn't have a gem on her, whatever. Oh, good point. Um. So anyway, she gets through, gets out of the tunnel. She like tells her kids. She like lies to her children that it was like some great adventure. <laughs> I know. I'm like, why did she do like, it? Like that she. I was like, no, I'm kidding. No, but yeah. she doesn't want. Yeah, she doesn't want them to know what those happened to her with the. I mean, that was mean. It was mean. Um, but yeah, then she tells Roger and everything. But and it it turns out too, Jem got in trouble for like speaking Gaelic at school, and then the the teacher uh, scolded him for speaking Gaelic, and then he he called her. It like, wasn't okay to be gay Gaelic gay like back then. Yeah, in school. yeah, it wasn't cool to be gay. Being, gay like gay um bad joke anyway uh <laughs> i tried to help, I tried to help. <laughs> thanks <laughs> but, uh, but yeah so this is this surprised me i didn't know you know i don't know if it was like this in that time period that they weren't having so much gaelic pride because now a lot of like ireland i know is trying to preserve their language um and i assume scotland is as well well, yeah, but uh, Ireland never got conquered by the English, right? Like they yeah, it did. Oh, it did. Yeah, they got their independence from it. 
Uh, okay. Yeah. But um, Scotland does not. Yeah. Scotland is so, part of Britain. But I thought it was kind of cool, though, that, like, the principal, I think it was the principal, like, want, likes the idea of trying to bring Gaelic back and get people liking it and wanting to, to learn about it again. Yeah. And so I, it was really cool. Was uh, cool. Roger coming in here and he's like, ah, I'm, I'm going to give him a piece of my mind that Gaelic isn't bad. And then he's like, well, why don't you just teach it? And <laughs> <laughs> Uno reverse. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You get um, Uno reverse. And then he's like, all right, cool. Um, and then to uh, uh, the, the, the Mackenzie plotline ends, you know, like we said, she was talking about her bad day at work or she eventually tells uh, Roger about her bad day at work. And uh, uh, but then he, he gives her a pen. They talk about it. And then eventually she goes out and talks to um, um, I don't know if she saw. Did she see Jamie's grave, or did she just see the the Karen? She, I think she, yeah, just the Karen, and just because you know she doesn't want to see Jamie and Claire's grave. Yeah, right. So she she didn't want to go to the graveyard when Jem was sort of saying, "Oh, I feel their presence and stuff." And it's like, I guess. I mean, I guess you'd assume that you'd see their gravestone, unless. I guess maybe she's just hoping that they can come to the future and live the rest of their life there, and then they wouldn't have their gra- gravestone, right? Yeah. I guess that's a possibility, right? So, anyway, um, yeah, she goes and talks to Jamie, you know? Yeah. As somebody would a- at a gravestone. So, it's, it's a cool moment for her. Yeah. Back in the cool time period, uh, William, yes. <laughs> William's traveling with the hunters, uh, the, the brother and sister, and they're like talking about death and killing and how Quakers don't think it's right to kill. Um, and I'm just like the whole time, I'm just thinking like, this is going to lead to some real world practice. <laughs> as soon as they're talking, I'm like, this, this conundrum is going to be solved in the real world. And they come across uh, this, this guy on the road and he, he's like, oh, you're heading the wrong way. Come home with me. Me and the wife will will get you dinner. Uh, the Johnsons is this couple, and they they talk about how other soldiers have come through, both from the Continental and the British, and have taken things from them. Um, and so they seem to kind of resent that. So William keeps that to himself. They serve them rats, um, rats, and it's delicious. Um, <laughs> no, but it, it gives William a, a really bad uh, stomach ache, mm-hmm. and he wakes up, and the old couple is attacking them. Yeah, the the dude is like straight like, up trying to kill him. Like, um, whoa! Talk about good time. Good thing it's unfortunate for the couple that they served rat that night because if they had like served like like pig or you know pork right. or, or easy steak. kill yeah easy they were in a sleep easy easy kill. kill easy kill um and william kills that guy and then he i love that he just goes over and just knocks out the yes. old lady. yeah that was good uh and because because the 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 brother and sister were still sort of waking up and they're supposed to be non-violent um but but william just like <laughs> just knocks her out yep um 
and then he's kind of upset about it and then they they end up finding out that they've been luring people there and just killing them and taking their things for a while now mm-hmm. and it's just like whoa that's wow that's creepy we got lucky um so yeah that was that was a pretty interesting part of the episode yeah, and they let her go i think mm-hmm. too they let that woman go um i yeah. i think i would have you know not that i've never killed anyone before so i'm like this is easy for me to say but from from a person watching the show i'm like you already killed the guy it seems like they've killed a bunch of innocent people might as well go back there and and she kind of pinned it on the guy though like he was making me do this like yeah but she still did it you know yeah i would have i think they should have went back in there and just made sure it didn't ever happen again you know that's what i think all right now next in um has to take a letter is so that back with the Frasers. Yeah. Um, it's June 1777. It's actually not 78. Um, and uh, Jamie's working as a colonel for the Continentals. And then Ian um, is sort of working as a scout slash mm-hmm. a Mohawk uh, liaison. Mm-hmm. And he's tasked with uh, going to Shadow Lake um but to sort of ask for their help the mohawk help there and he's like no that's actually my old village that's where my ex-wife um used to be emily is apparently mm-hmm. her her name um and if you remember uh he ended up we found out that ian left because he um married this woman emily and they tried to have kids but they couldn't have kids and they blamed it on Ian for the one being unable to do it because she was then able to have kids with another man um, or she got pregnant when she started seeing another man. <clears throat> so anyway, though, that's the whole reason they broke up and he left and he was sad. Um, but it turns out when he goes to this village, uh, he re- meets Emily and there's a straight up white kid there, man. I'm just like... <laughs> This is your spirit child. This is your spirit child. That's what they say, right? Like it's a spirit child. Did she marry a white guy? No. This this so the the kid even comes up to Ian and says, My grandma says that I'm your son. And I'm just (laughs) And I'm just so and like this she lied. And the thing is too, like they're pretending like this kid is not white. They're just like she's just like she's like, and there's this my kid son talks like over a white there. kid. He walks like a white kid. He plays basketball like a white kid. He is a white kid. You should see him dance when we're all doing our dance. Like he is terrible. He's so stiff. He's so stiff. <laughs> <laughs> cannot keep a rhythm can't you just can't rhythm. do it you just can't do it you know we've got some good things we've got some bad things people but uh, <laughs> anyway, though, i'm just like <laughs> this kid is so white and and then so that and then eventually she kind of confirms that that's his kid too yeah and she's like oh you should give him an english name for when he meets uh people who are english right and uh what is what is he name oh yeah Ian. He yeah he names the kid 
uh, Ian James. Uh, nice. And nice. Yeah. And it's, so anyway, though, this kind of makes me like, why did they break up then? Why didn't she like go back and be like, because the whole reason he left and was sad and they broke up and everything was because he can't have kids. Then, then yeah, you see that was the whole plot line. This kid is white, you know. Like, there's only one guy that you had sex with that did this to you. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So, so it's kind of like what the heck. But and now it's kind of cool too because he did have that conversation with Claire, and she's like, "Hey, there's nothing wrong with you. There's a lot of reasons you can't get pregnant." And now he sees confirms he can't have kids. So now he's like, "I can pursue Rachel now mm-hmm. and get her pregnant." Because that's the only reason you should have sex with someone, with someone, is if you want to get them pregnant, right, Colby? And they want to too. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot that part, <laughs> and you both want to. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, I mean, if you um... want a kid, as long as you want to have sex with <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> moving on um so so this there's this cool and it's we talk about it if you're a fan of last kingdom this kind of almost feels like a last kingdom thing oh yeah with with um, jamie with jamie there's yeah. this this pretty cool plot line um like how in last kingdom utred sees an obvious way they should proceed with the battle or do yeah. something and people are like we don't trust you because you're a selfish pagan and they don't yep. listen to him and jamie uh, at back at Fort Ticonderoga sees this giant hill that like overlooks their fort next to it and he's like my cousin Simon Fraser is a general for the British he's a Highlander he's gonna get his guys up there and he's gonna shoot us and we're gonna lose and he's like I bet we're in range and the guy's like nah yeah um, nah. the the guy General Fermoy um, is who James is in charge of Ticonderoga. He doesn't believe Jamie. Claire tells Jamie about a battle at Singapore mm-hmm. where the British didn't think that the Japanese would come through the jungle. They thought they would definitely come by water. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but they do come through the jungle uh, or they see that men can't come through the jungle. And so that she says, seeing is believing. So Jamie's like, Ah, also very Utrity. He's like, oh, I'll yeah. do this. And he gets his <laughs> men to go climb up on, on the mountain and they fire at the fort. They, well, they yeah, just... but like they miss intentionally, but like they, they make it very clear that we are very much in range of that yeah. hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we should get our men up there now so they don't take it um, or we're fucked. And this is like so proof um and i'm just like oh this will convince him and and now jamie's gonna take like a higher point in in the the ranking here but nope nope the guy's dum, like dum 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 <laughs> dum 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 and instead he 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 yells at him and then later yeah. the british do invade they do take that hill he's like god <laughs> fucking damn it it's <laughs> like they start firing on the fortress and, and escape and the or I don't know if they start firing, but they do take the hill and no, they're, they're like, oh, we're we're screwed. Yeah. <clears throat> and and they're like other leaders are there now, uh talking with that that General Fremroy. And and General Fremroy's literally like, 
there's no way we could have known about this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's just, and I'm literally just like, come on. Like, come on. and like, Jamie doesn't say anything because he's a cool guy, but he's also like, don't worry. I've already planned how to evacuate everyone. Yep. <laughs> so he gets everyone out. He's like, he's Utrecht. He's just the Utrecht of this show. And um, yeah, they get out, they get in the boats. And actually, you have to leave. There was um, a soldier, Walter, who got hurt. And they just like, Claire's just like, ah, I got to leave you behind. Oh, that's right. You know what, too? So, yeah, yeah, with that, there was this guy. He was a he was a black man who had an infected foot. There was this other guy who, who was like acting as the lead surgeon there because Claire. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Is a woman and technically doesn't have a medical degree during this time period. And. Right. So he's he's kind of acting in charge when Denzel comes. Denzel, um, he steps in though, and they're like, "Oh no, we're not going to do a transtibial on you. We're going to do a transfemoral. We're going to take more of your leg." <laughs> yeah. And 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 of course, you know, Walter's like, "This is great. You guys care about me taking more of my leg away." <laughs> and uh, but anyway, though, he's recovering during the episode. And yeah, so the rationale they can't take him because Claire's like it's too early for you to get up. Yeah, and I'm just like, hell no! I'm a physical therapist working in a hospital. I'm getting that guy up the next day. You know, um, know should be going through a boat in the swamp, dude. Oh, I don't know, man. Like, all right, up, well, that's bro. a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, I like, can't move. And I'm in just like, time, there's supposed to be rules in in war, right? And the British should follow these rules and not set prostitutes on fire That's that you, right. um, you know, if there's wounded, you should treat the wounded. Like if you take over for it and there's wounded, you should take yeah. over. So that, so she kind of thinks that's what's going to happen. And, you know, we later find out that they are not really doing anything for him. Just kind of sitting there and getting infected and getting a fever and stuff later. But yeah. anyway, but um, that's... yeah, that's episode, that's episode five. So yeah. Uh, and then back in six again, a little more interesting time travel yeah. stuff starts to happen. Um, um, so Roger, um, like you said, he becomes a teacher then for Gaelic. Where's a kilt? He wears a kilt. He teaches. Um, uh, he's also writing a book on the their time travel experiences, a guide to time travel. He, you know, the things that they know about, like using a gem that uh, some like what you need to do you need to think about where you're going and all these things he starts putting that together in a book and when he goes to teach um he's running late so brie packs that book yeah with him yeah they were like in a rush and she just like grabbed a big pile of stuff on the desk of like papers that he was going to hand out but the book's like in between it yeah just shoves it in the bag and when they're teaching that the rob cameron the guy who uh He's kind of flirty with Bree um, and was also the the guy who um, got her locked up in the basement. Oh, and also, too, she went to that bar later and sort of confronted them and said, hey, I'm going to fire you guys. if This yeah. happens again. And then he kind of respected her then. You could tell like he's kind of into them. Yeah. Um, but anyway, though, Rob Cameron, he's there and he reads the book and he comes up to roger and he's like oh this is science fiction it's kind of cool yeah but like even then i kind of was like he knows something about yeah. this 
And then two, acting all weird. Yeah, the tunnel in the dam. There's that that time travel portal thing. Like I'm immediately thinking, like this guy probably ran into that time portal thing. Probably knows something about time travel stuff. And and now he's read Roger's book with with all the secrets right. in it. <clears throat> but he's yeah. but at the time he's like, oh, it's a science fiction. I should come over to dinner. Um, and next we week. Next week, I'll show up. She's <laughs> like, he just, he just invites himself. He just invites himself and shows up on a random night without telling them, like, "Hey, yeah, dinner time, right? Right." Just but it's it's cool. Uh, Roger teaching class. Roger's had so many jobs, you know, like just mm. just out of nowhere. He's like, he's been like, "Well, now I'm a reverend. That's exactly what I want to be." And then he comes back and he's like, "Nope, I don't want to do that anymore. Time travel, nope." Uh, <laughs> and now he's like. And he's like, I'm going to yell at the principal. And he's like, now I'm a Gaelic teacher. And <laughs> but I, I like, I'm, I'm liking Roger though. And the thing is too, yeah. like, he's like a confidence about him now. I think too. And I think it's because like, like once you've like survived being like hanged and fighting off uh, yeah. like yeah. murderers and rapists in, in the 1700s, like Nothing in the 1900s can like 1980s is daycare. 1980s is 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 dreamland. Yeah, you know, nothing bad happens to. No, I think that's what I'm picking up on though with him. No, now I don't know if the if the I think so. There's yeah, there's like a newfound confidence in him. Like yeah, like he's he's been through some shit now, and like these people don't even know what he's Mm -hmm. been through. You know, um. So yeah, that was that was interesting, and um. But anyway, though he's back home making dinner one night and um, he spots someone like outside or he hears something or his kids say there's someone. I think the episode before something ended with like um, someone saying, I think the, their daughter saying, Oh, that she saw, saw someone outside the Nakavelli. And, and it ends like on a camera shot of someone looking through the, the bushes. Yeah. Right. But you didn't see anyone. Right. But but now he hears something or sees someone and he chases down this man watching through the window. Oh, that's right. And he's pretty just it was really cool too. He played it cool. He saw someone looking through the window and he just like continues to pretend he's doing his stuff that he didn't see anything. And he just bolts outside, runs this guy down it, and he turns him around. And it's someone I don't know who it is, and he punches <laughs> him in the face and knocks him out. And it's after this episode ended, I was like, was that supposed to be someone we knew? Because it, it looked like he recognized him, mm-hmm. and it was clearly a guy from like the past, the way he was dressed. Right. Um, and so I, I had to Google it, and 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 we find out in the next episode. But it's Buck McKenzie, and it's the guy who hung, um, who had hanged, who made Roger get hung by a tree by a noose. Um, this guy Buck McKenzie, back in season five, um, and. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, but but anyway, though, back then Buck was played by Graham McTavish, who played Dougal McKenzie, and uh, w- one of the reasons they had Graham McTavish play him was just because they wanted they liked Graham McTavish, they wanted him to just come back mm-hmm. onto the show. <clears throat> but also, Buck McKenzie, and we haven't covered season five yet, um, so that's why we're telling you now. Mm-hmm. But Buck McKenzie is the son of uh. Dougal McKenzie and Galus Duncan. Remember mm-hmm. that kid 
that she had back when she was being accused of being a witch and everything. Eventually, she had that kid, and we never heard anything about it. But that is who Buck McKenzie is. Yeah, which and makes sense that he can time travel because exactly. his mom was a time traveler. Exactly. Oh, that's another thing too. People educate me on time travel. Apparently, time travel is genetic. You know, so that's why Jamie can't time travel because no one in his family has had it. Mm-hmm. But because of Claire being a time traveler, any of her, the kids they have together. So. Exactly. Yep. <clears throat> it seems like it's the genetic thing. You can time travel. Yep. So yeah. So that was pretty interesting. It was like, oh, we're getting somebody from the past now coming to the future, which we've always we haven't really seen that yet. Yeah. We've seen all these people go into the past, but not someone from the past come to the future. So it's kind of cool to see him. I feel like he's responding pretty well to this new world (laughs) he's in. He's just he doesn't react like crazy. Yeah. You know, there's a funny scene, I think, in the next episode where he's like watching TV with the kids and he's just on the couch, like in his full regalia and like (laughs) just his trench coat and his trench coat and like his old clothes. And just the kids are just sitting there like, is it not weird? And <laughs> well, the thing is, like for the kids, it's like, oh yeah, it's someone from the past. Like from the past, probably they a nice grew up with time that. travel and stuff. So to them, yeah, it's, it's not, not weird. weird. Yeah, um, but it is. It is kind of weird if you think about it. But yeah. it's. But anyway, though, too, it's not played by Graham McTavish anymore. That's why I didn't know who it was. was oh like, yeah, who yeah. is this guy supposed to be? It's it's now Dermaid Murta, uh, is who plays the guy. Sorry if I completely fucked that name up, but it's played by a different person now. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah. Also, though, so yeah, that's that's the McKenzie mm-hmm. plotline. There, we run into Buck, and um, back yeah. in the cool time period, William, because they just took the British took Ticonderoga. William is that Fort Ticonderoga, and you know he pretty much failed his mission. You know he didn't get yeah. any of those letters delivered or anything. <laughs> you know, but even when he went back to um captain richardson and he explains that and he he tells him though he thinks he found intel on these people like cartwright and he's like oh yeah he definitely works for um the um continentals one the continental army and captain richardson's like "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's called a spy right you ever heard of a spy (laughs) (laughs) like he's got to get trusted by them um so he basically reveals to him that these guys yeah like we want them to think he works for the Continental Army, but he's actually giving us info. Mm-hmm. It's cool, um, which is cool. And so William's like, "Oh, okay, okay." Meanwhile, too, the Frasers—you know—they just escaped from Ticonderoga because that stupid general didn't listen to them, and uh, they're sailing, and eventually they're sort of hiding out in the woods. Then, and <laughs> that one lady in the boat is so afraid of Ian. <laughs> Because he's Native American. Because <laughs> he's an American Indian. Look and at it's that. just like Native American. It's the whitest guy here. Like <laughs> red hair. She was got red hair. Skin. <laughs> <laughs> she's got something wrong with her, obviously. Yeah. She's she's her, paranoid and she said I just thought it was so funny. Like, Native Americans. She, she's treating yeah. Exactly. But she's like treating so, like the one of the whitest people in their group. It's like, As if oh he's God. like a savage, like he's like <laughs> it's Ian. He's the nicest guy here. He's speaking English, <laughs> tying up the boats. It's like, like the thickest Scottish accent here. <laughs> <laughs> she's like a native. <laughs> oh, 
anyway um but yeah so she's freaking out she's freaking out um and that actually eventually leads to her as they're running away at one point too the british soldiers are hiding and like are making fake in um, native american calls um and they know better they're like no 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 that's the british those are mm. terrible <laughs> <laughs> they're terrible. <laughs> they're, terrible. <laughs> they're just like aha ahuhi, aha it's interesting too because at this time um different iroquois groups and the mohawk indians like they actually went both ways in the war like some yeah some joined the continental army some joined the british so n- it's not necessarily a safe bet either way mm. um you don't really know who they support it's really be- who's in their best interest really um so anyway they hide, but this woman basically runs off on her own because she's paranoid. And Claire, being the great person she is, tries to go help her and find her. And this woman Every shoots time herself. Claire goes away from something, though. I'm always like, come on, Claire, you're going to get captured. I literally said that. <laughs> I know. It's just like, how many times? I'd love to go back and count how many times she's been captured in the show. So many times. We'll end up doing a. We'll do that. Some point. We'll we'll we have tally. more time. We'll do that. We'll just show every time. Just count running. She gets captured two to three times a season. Oh yeah. Anyway, but she's um, she's where the action's at. You know, she. This is a short. This is a pretty short capture though. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. She and then too that Mrs. Raven, that woman who's afraid of uh, Indians, yeah. she ends up when she does. Claire does find her. She's just freaking out and she shoots yeah. herself in the head. Yeah. <clears throat> which I which was crazy. Yes. I thought she was gonna be like a reoccurring character that was just gonna be like maybe gets Ian in trouble or something. Nope. And after she does that, Claire's like, shh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, shut up. <laughs> and that's how because she it gives captured. her position away. It yeah. gives her position. <laughs> and, and she, she ends up captured. back at Ticonderoga, now as a captive. Um, she sees Walter there and the other prisoners yeah um, and, the, and the thing is too like we find out they're not being fed or water or anything but then we yeah. do hear uh that the 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 british too they, they don't yeah. really have a lot of food or water so exactly. that's why they're so, not giving it up so it may not be that they're just being cruel they're prisoners they just are just have nothing yet and then they're two to three days behind william eventually tells them so claire is like standing up for these prisoners trying to advocate for more supplies the whole time especially for walter because he is not doing well he is like the fever's taking him he's fading um she's trying really hard to keep his spirits up william had shown back up like we had mentioned earlier and she runs into william Mm. and he is such you know this is like i mentioned i texted you this like he really gives Jamie vibes as he should. He's Jamie's son, DNA, and he was raised by an awesome dude. Yeah, who's um, yeah, also awesome. Yeah. So he should be awesome. And he's very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? He's just got a lot of respect. Uh, he's just a good dude. Yeah. And Claire confronts him, and that's he's who tells her, yeah, we, we just don't have the supplies, otherwise, we would. Um, but I'll see what I can do for you. And he still tries. He tries to help. Yeah. I think he does help uh, to an extent. Yeah. He, he ends up getting them uh, stuff, but it's, and I think he ends up getting them brandy, but it's, it's too late for Walter. He ends up dying. Yeah. Um, because his, his lungs are filled with uh, fluid. <clears throat> and uh, eventually then though, uh, Ian is just like, Hey, I can just pretend to be one of the, 
uh, Mohawk allies and just walk in to the fort because, you know, I look so much like a Mohawk. <laughs> I'll never know. Can you imagine in any other circumstance, though? It's like, every, like we all know that he was with the Mohawk and, and, and everything. Um, so, like, he's and the Mohawk know him. So, if he showed up, they're like, oh, yeah, of course, this guy can dress like this and this makes sense. But, like, can you imagine if, like, you and I, who had never had any Mohawk experience, we're, we're back in this episode. And Jamie's like, Stephen Colby, I need you to go help Claire. And we're just like, we can just dress up like Mohawk. And walk, I guess. Just and two walk. extremely white guys walk in. Yeah. And we're like, we're a Mohawk. They'd be like, no, you're not. <laughs> and like, it's why funny. don't they think the same thing with Ian? I like, know. Like, it's crazy. You're not a Mohawk. You're, you're Scottish. Man. And us British people tend to not... You're super like, ginger. <laughs> you're super Scottish. Um, so yeah, so he walks right in. He gets in fine, and uh, yeah, later on, William or uh, well, Claire uh, meets up with Ian. Mm-hmm. Ian goes and finds her, and Jamie had a distraction with a bow and arrow because everybody's looking up for, at the sky, and he fires the arrow, and so I think they think the camp's under attack or something. Well, he starts just. Or, he just starts oh no yeah oh that's right he sets it on fire fire. that's right (laughs) never mind yeah that's right i love it just amazing aim incredible aim like how's he doing that just repeatedly and it's just striking this one car but it's i think it's like so cool it's just like i just felt like all right now claire's gonna be captured and we have to deal with this for a a few episodes but it's like jamie's like nope i'm ending this i'm just gonna start (laughs) shooting fire and yeah, but William is there when this is happening, and he's trying to stop Ian and Claire from getting away. And Ian's like, "Look, I saved your life. You got to pay us back right now." Because mm-hmm. um, Claire, no, or he found out. William also found out that Claire, who to to him is just some woman, uh, who is married to a guy that used to work for his dad, basically. Yeah, but he That's remembers basically. her though, and he remembers that he remembers she her. saved his dad's life though too. Exactly. So so he likes her. There's no doubt, but he's also he doesn't realize the extent of their connection and he's and he's really um, loyal to the british too so it's like exactly like, i can't just a tough spot go. for him this is my duty I, I have to keep you and he's like i will treat you nice and she's like well i'm not always gonna be your captive though your prisoner like is everyone gonna treat me nice you know i'm yeah. a woman with an attitude and it's 1777 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he, he ends up letting her go any in which is awesome so mm-hmm. it worked and yeah, also in this episode, Jamie gets recruited by Daniel Mer- Morgan and his company of riflemen. Yeah, uh, which I like this part. I was like, "Oh, sweet! Like finally, someone who like respects Jamie's talents." Jamie and- like got is he? He comes back, and what makes him notice is like he's been shooting turkeys through the eyes. He's yeah. like, "Oh, I shoot him through the eyes, so it saves the meat." It's like, like. Me with a scope couldn't do that. Jamie's yeah, just with just, a musket. Yeah. An unrifled gun is just. <laughs> yeah. And so they recruit him. And I, I was like, oh, sweet. This is cool. He's like in a special task force group now. Yeah. He's um, like a sniper. And yeah. So they're going up to um, Saratoga now, right? Yep. Saratoga. Where they're headed in. Um, Claire remembers that there was a battle there. Or an incident um, at the Battle of Saratoga. Jamie wants to help. I think it's kind of weird. It's like, well, we're just basically putting you in harm's way, hoping yeah. you don't die here. But, um, but she's more comfortable that he's with this company now because they're sharpshooters. They're farther away from the battle. Mm. 
And um, now too, Jamie's like more locked in and ready yeah. to do this too. He's because like, he's like, well, I, if this is he's like, I, I know we win. So, <laughs> <laughs> but they only win the second round of the, of the battle, I guess the second uh, encounter. Yeah. Yeah. So that's episode. Six. We get to see that's yeah, episode six and we get to see the first round in episode seven. Sweet. Um, you have time. I can go to 940 probably. All right. If you want to try to get it in. Okay. Let's try and get in. And if yep. if we get cut off though, or if you really need to go, maybe we could just talk this episode later after you have work. Yeah, we could. Yeah. Let's try. Uh, yeah. Yep. But episode seven, and it was a cool title to this episode too, a practical guide for time travelers, um, which is, I think, I don't know if we actually hear that's what Roger calls his book, but that's what his time travel book is called. Um, and so to me, I'm just like, all right, so we're going to like learn a little more time travel stuff that's kind of been building. Mm-hmm. And that is, to me, like I said, this is the Roger current day plot line that has been building. Yes. Um, but he brings in Buck McKenzie into the house. He catches him up on the time on time travel and everything. And and like you said, Buck takes it pretty well, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Um, and he tells yeah. him, like, you're my great, 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 great granddad. I was not trying to have sex with your wife back then. I was just checking on her because she's my great, 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 great grandmother. Right. And and it just kind of blows his mind. And then, you know, it's it's but, like family so important for them mm-hmm. back then that he's just like, oh, like you're like my relative. Like, right. Right. I, like, I like you. And, and when he was looking at the family tree to confirm, he noticed that the year um buck died and he goes back and asks him like what year was it when you came it was the same year so the year that buck left was 1978 and that's mm-hmm. the year on the on the family tree it said he died so later in the episode um i mean we'll get there but buck's trying to get back and and roger kind of lays it all out for him like look it's basically a scenario it's either like you go back and die or they think you died because you're here and you don't go back yeah um it's probably one of those, you know, scenarios. So, you know, red pill, blue pill. What do you want to do? Um, <laughs> yeah, that'd be crazy. Now, would you want to know? Not crazy. The year you die. Yeah, he will. The guy, even Buck, when he asks, he's like, uh, he's like, I know the year you die. And did you want to know? And he's like, No, but I probably should, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> before I do this leap back in seventy-eight. Yeah, like, would um, you want to know though? Would you want to know? Well, I don't think so, man. I don't know. I don't know. I think can you I, I think living like like we live normal lives like we're unless something crazy happens with Russia or China or something we're, we're probably guaranteed to make it to like 80s or 90s you know God but like I'm only Lord. 60 God, you're damn. supposed to end me at 60 but yeah yeah besides that intervention you know I I could probably make it till about 80 you could make it till about 90 and i'm fucking what damn it dude stop <laughs> anyway um <laughs> but it's just like so like for us like pretty mundane lives yeah. you know like I, like if you told me it was 2089 instead of 98 you know like it, it wouldn't make too much of a difference to me i don't think right. or maybe like that last year as an old man i'd be like i'm just going balls to the wall eating yeah. whatever i want doing whatever i want you know um that's probably the only thing that would change yeah if 
if I knew. So I like, I, I really, I don't know if I'd care really either way. But back then, man, it's like you could die from just meeting someone on the road, you know? Right. So um, maybe it's good to know back then. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Anyway, it, it's useful information for him, obviously, because it's like it's now. This is when I, I think I'd take it. I think I, I think would I'd take it. Take it if I was in his shoes, I think I'd yeah. Um, but he wants to go back because his family's there. His kids are there. Mm-hmm. That's where he, he wants to be. Kind of iffy though, because they keep asking him like, "Why are you here?" And like, because to go through the stones, you need to, uh, like have a some sort of desire, intention, intention, some Listen sort of vision. His wife was probably nagging and. Just at the right time, he went to the stones to get away. Like, oh, what's the sound over here? You just, I'll be right back. I just need a break. <laughs> oh, this is uh... like, take me anywhere else but here. <laughs> <laughs> just like, <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> just saying that hypothetically. And then, boom, <laughs> boom. But it turns out, so he's also, too, if, if we didn't make it clear, he's been the, the McCavy, the, the, the spirit the kids have thought, too. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but so anyway, they're figuring all this out. They're kind of breaking it down with him and um and Buck, um, and all of a sudden, Rob Cameron pulls in unannounced, mm-hmm. just like, "Hey, tonight good, huh? <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> like, I, mean, I brought some wine. I'm here. Let's have dinner. You guys aren't busy, right? <laughs> yeah, and this is when I was like, this guy's definitely up to something. And oh yeah, he has like a fl- like sort of a a flirty interest in Bree. So I'm like, it's hard for me on. to tell him like, is he here? Cause I was pretty sure when he like read the book, I'm like, I think he knows something about time travel stuff, but now right, I'm right, just right. like, does he know about time travel or does he just want to flirt with Bree? Like what's this guy's. What's his, yeah. He's, he's trying to get something out of them. Yeah. And that something is, um, Jim. <laughs> trying to take their little boy yes um in in, in a non-creepy way we think um we think we, <laughs> no but he basically he's like let me take um jem and my son right bobby or his nephew sorry my nephew bobby we'll go out to the movies have a good night you know they're friends it'll be fun i'll take them um and he does take them and they realize like they call um i can't remember who they call but she's like oh no no, no that he doesn't have a nephew no is it like he doesn't have a nephew well it said or, like they never took bobby to the movie oh they never they, took to bobby That's so it's just <clears throat> so they yeah it's says, just that he took him yeah but so before he says, that like, too yeah. before that happens brie they still don't trust buck at home alone and so Bree takes Buck to the dam with her and and <laughs> he kind of and it's like crazy for him to see how the world's changed. <clears throat> and then two, he sees uh, 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 Rob sort of like hitting on Bree again, He like grabs her arm a little too long. But again, remember, this guy thought Roger was uh, flirting with his wife back in the day just because he went and talked to her and yeah so like it's just like can we trust this guy but i do think there's something with between uh that rob and brie um and like i said that's when he then goes home tells roger there's something up with him 
and then Roger confronts Bree about it, and they have sex while they're talking about some other guy being into her. Right. Pretty solid sex scene too. Pretty solid. Um, at one point though, they're doing it face to face, and I'm just like, how is that working? Like, unless his like penis is really long with like a hook and like to it. Like, how are they? How are they doing it? Like, how's he getting any like good penetration face to face? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I was thinking the same thing. You um, could probably do like, it, but like, how would no, like a no. normal person <laughs> do it? Uh, yeah. So you know, we need. Well, if we get anybody on, we'll have to ask them. Yeah. How they did that? Let's ask um, Roger, the guy who plays Roger, about that. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, how'd you get any good uh, penetration, mother? How'd you get that front face to face penetration? That's great. That's, that's I like that. Anyway, then what happens after that? So then, yeah, like what you were saying, they do eventually, though, the play, the supposed play date between Jim and Bobby happens with Rob. Yeah. Uh, but then their daughter wakes up in the middle of the night. Uh, Ma- uh, Mandy, I think is her name. Yeah, yeah Mandy. Amanda, Mandy, yeah. Amanda. She screams that she can't feel uh, Jim anymore. And if you remember, they had this weird time travel yeah. connection. connection. Yeah. You know, they're like, ah, oh, she she can travel back through time. I can read her mind. And but now she's yeah. saying that she can't read uh, Jim anymore. So they're like, oh, crap. Like, where's Jim? And that's when they find out that uh, he's really not with Bobby. Right. They don't know what's going on. He's not even in this plane anymore. He's not in this time. Not in this time. That's uh, that's crazy. And that's when Roger goes to the study and he sees things have been moved around in his chest. That he read the letters between uh, that Claire was get, had mm-hmm. wrote for them from the past, and he wrote their time travel. And he's like, and he just and that's when he puts it all together. He's like, he he didn't think it was fiction. He knew it was yeah. real. He knew it was real. And, and, and go I, was, and, I was like kind of amped and I was like, this is this is getting tense. This, this is cool. Is good. Um, and he's he remembers something really bad yeah. at this moment. Because he's like, Well, he took Jim. Wait, why did he take? Oh, wait, I wrote about what Galus Duncan did. What Galus Duncan believed in though in that book. It was in the book or the letter. Either way, he wrote it, and it means this guy probably read that Galus Duncan believed he had to sacrifice someone. Uh-huh. In order to get through the stones. And so maybe this guy, that's why they took Jim. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe he thinks that. So they rush to the stones after realizing that. And they just find Jim's scarf with his little button on it. Uh, I forget what it said. Um, it was something Roger had when he was a kid. It was a it was it was the intro like title screen after the the theme song of that button. Yeah. Um, so I important button. And but yeah, yeah, it's so. Roger and Buck there, and but no one's there, and so pretty I'm excited pretty, to see where that goes. I'm yeah, I'm pretty cool now. Um, but obviously though, Rob does know about time travel stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> but back in the past, in the it's now uh, seventeen. It is now seventeen seventy eight. The moment we've all been waiting for. It's about time. And uh, Jamie and Claire hanging out, and it turns out. She can't read this book that he brings back for um because she's too blind. Um, because they're getting old. <laughs> <laughs> um and then they're just talking about 
there's going to be a battle coming up, essentially. Yep. And that's really all we see of, of Claire and uh, Jamie um, wow. most of this episode. And uh, what I really like about this episode, besides the, the time travel, Roger and Bree stuff is now getting pretty interesting, is William um, during this episode is pretty cool. Yes. Um, there's it's a freaking charge man yeah, there's a there's the battle of saratoga's coming up and the generals are pretty amped that they're going to win this because they know they have reinforcements coming and they but they want to keep william as a messenger initially but he sees simon fraser general fraser and he's like interacting with the men he seems kind of like a a soldier general kind of guy and he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I could go to him and, and ask this day. And he does. And he does. Uh, Frazier does let him. And next thing you know, we're, we're at the battle. They're lined up in their stupid formation, um, yeah. ready to just get shot at. They're just getting picked off one by one. Well, you know, they actually do well to, on this day. But um, they fix their bayonets, which is cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man. William's William uh, friend. Sandy mm-hmm. gets shot straight in the head, like right away when the yeah. the rebels start coming over. Right after William tells him about his his crush, yeah, and he's he's crushed mm-hmm. in on Rachel. That's a cool moment though. Like, like share something really personal before we do this. Like something mm-hmm. something kind of vulnerable, you know? Like, yeah, um, you could tell that they they were doing that to like sort of break their nervousness, yeah, you know, for what was coming yeah. up. It was just cool. I like that. Like pre-battle strategy like mm-hmm. hang on to a strong feeling or something you know but it also cool. confirms that there's probably going to be some drama between him and ian because ian yeah. was flirting with uh rachel yeah uh, when they got back and about like oh you can have rollo anytime you have trouble sleeping and she's like mm, mm, mm. Uh, and now okay. we know william likes rachel so and they're and they're they're like um Oath to each other is done now. Yep, it's even. even. They can kill each other now, and they're on opposite sides of the war. Um, opposite sides of the war, so which I think is pretty crazy too. Like I'm just, and it, something does kind of happen in this episode, but Jamie and William are on opposite sides, and they're both honorable guys, very loyal to their their causes, their sides. Um, and but anyway, though, yeah. After Sandy, William's friend gets shot in the head. He drops and William's just distraught about this. So he's like checking out his friend. His men are yeah, charging though. They're charging. Yeah. And uh the general, uh uh Frazier is is there and he's like, You've gotta get up, gotta go, mm-hmm. gotta be with your men. He says, Be with your men. And then yeah. William just gets up and just unsheaths his sword, man. Yeah, man. It just just goes off. Oh, that was sweet. That was a cool moment. That, that was a cool moment. And again, like we don't get this long Outlander doesn't do it like Last Kingdom, like long elaborate battle scenes. We'll get like a few beats. Cool. And this we had some cool beats in this. There's one. some cool don't beats though in this. This was actually one of the better battle sequences I think we've seen out of all mm-hmm. of them. Um, it was cool. And he goes in. We but we get it only from like the British point of view, really. Yeah. Um, we don't really get Jamie's side. In fact, we don't really see Jamie at all till the very end of the episode and we'll talk about that in a second but i thought this was great the beats with william yeah uh, man, and just cool. the build up to it was cool i'd yeah. say and um 
and I'm and I think we're gonna have a big battle here because there's a second part to the Saratoga battle that Fingers crossed. And when I saw the trailer, it looks like there's some crazy battle with people in it. Hope, if you if you hope. haven't seen the trailer yet, Colby, don't watch it because yeah. like I, I was I was kind of like, oh, I should have watched this. Um okay. but anyway though, yeah, battle happens and William helps uh bury his men with his mm-hmm. men. And General Fraser sort of sees this and and sort of respects them, and he and eventually tells him like you're a different man now, you know, and and that's how William feels too. And, and then they cut to the battlefield, uh, and we see all the Continentals, and then they show Jamie's just face down on the field, not moving. Oh, man, we don't know what injuries he has or anything though. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was this was a pretty cool episode. A lot of things started. I texted you and I was like, "Hey, Outlander is cooking now. It's cooking. Uh, it's that we've got the time travel. We've got the battles yeah. are coming. We've got William and Jamie on opposite sides of William. And I yeah. and I like William, Jamie, everyone. You know, so it's, it's 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 redeeming itself for sure. Yeah, like from earlier in the season, and uh, it's getting good. We got a lot of episodes left. I think there's 16 in this season. Yeah, there's a lot of episodes. Um, we're on seven. We're not even halfway." and we're getting cooking so it's good uh excited to see what happens next yeah for for which is great because there's been some episodes this season where i haven't like been like well that didn't really leave me wanting more next episode and now it has you know what i mean yeah. like oh yeah now, now i'm like oh i definitely want it. want it i'm always like oh well outlander's on i'll i'll watch it because we, yeah. we cover it it's and a it show used to I be you had to like keep watching it you know yeah most of the time like but some of the episodes of the season sort of been you know, ending kind of slow. So yeah. this was great. This Especially great. last season too. For last me. season was rough. Yeah, um, this was great. Yeah, yeah. But that is episodes four through seven. Yep. I'm really liking it. It's cooking. We're gonna cover the next ones. I don't know if we're gonna do a group yep. or what. Um, for the next however many episodes, or if we're gonna go episode episode. Uh, but let us know what you thought about yeah. these episodes. Um, and what you think about the show and. And try not if you do know the books, try not to give spoilers for what is going to happen, yeah. um, because we do read the comments. Um, if you do want to just shit more on how I don't understand the time travel, that's fine. You can do that. Yeah, um, can do that. <laughs> but otherwise, it's like we always say, Good- goodbye. Hi, in a flash. In a flash. <laughs> <laughs>